Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Now back to Moneyline with Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside. Right back at it here for hour number two, solo mission, Donnie Wright side here on the grid money line. Phone lines open as always, hour number two, 844-843-6879. If you guys want to get through to us on Twitter, you can do that at hashtag SG Moneyline, which I appear now on hashtag SG Moneyline after posting our RBI shots today on Bryce Terang and Sal Frelick. Each to get an RBI plus 175 apiece, two good numbers where you'd be happy with just getting a split there, put some money in your pocket, and keep it moving. But we're going to hope for a sweep today as a way to get this day started off in style. Let's take a look to see where JP, let's give JP a little bit of music here. So we'll bring JP in right now to see where he's actually going today with his pick. Now, if I want to guess JP here for you, you know what? I'm going to Houston, Baltimore. Let's go over nine and a half. That's where I'm going. Where are you at, JP, on this one? I'm going with the Cubs-Mets over nine. Oh, there you go. Now, give me some reasoning here. Hendricks-Peterson here, total of nine. Yeah, I mean, they're going to throw out Peterson for the Mets, and uh, the Cubs have been hitting pretty well coming out of the All-Star break. Uh, They haven't been hitting the best against the Mets in this series, but I could see them really rocking this one. And The Mets put up some runs, I think, against Hendricks, so I think it goes over that nine. No disagreements there. Actually, I actually uh, like that as well. Forget about picking a side here. It's roughly a pick them in that game. Both of these teams should get four-plus runs apiece. 82 degrees at first pitch tonight. Light wind blowing out looks like sort of to right field. Yes, and the Cubs are one of the hottest teams in the league. Senga, pretty good pitcher, which stumped them a little bit a couple days ago. They're not going to get stumped again. One yesterday, I expect them to win again today against those New York Metropolitans here. All right, let's have some fun, get after it. As you know, we are involved in action today in about seven minutes. That is the Milwaukee Brewers and the Colorado Rockies. After that, a 3.37 Eastern start. That's Texas and Oakland. And by the way, Oakland... Let me know if you've heard this before, because every once in a while, you sort of get stumped when you hear about players, right? Austin Pruitt's going to open the game for the Oakland Athletics. Then our guy, Freddie Tarnock, is going to come in afterwards, which Freddie doesn't get too many people out, which he should be nicknamed Freddie Tarmac, because that's what it's going to feel like now, just launching bombs left and right like planes taking off at an airport. That's what it feels like. Simeon, Drankowski, Lowe, Garcia. Hey, hold on now. Hold on now. You know what? Let me hit a little refresh here. Am I missing something here? Might be missing something. I don't. Let's see that lineup out today. Who's in that? Huh. That's interesting. Simeon, Jankowski, Lowe, Garcia, Tavares, Huff, Grossman, Smith, and Duran. That's the Texas Rangers. 
You know who we're missing in that lineup. It's Corey Seager who went yard last night. So he's going to get the day off today against Freddie Tarnock. That's a shame because he probably would have wanted to face our guy, Freddie Tarnock, at this point. Legitimate chance to go yard there. But we do have a lineup intact today, the Colorado Rockies here. Profar, Tovar, McMahon, Jones, Toglia, Castro, Doyle, Tucker, and Wins. And then for the Milwaukee Brewers today, Yelich, Contreras, Canha, Freilich, Adamas, Monasterio, Terang, Taylor, and Perkins. We'll see how that one lines up. By the way, heavy favorite here for Milwaukee with Hauser on the mound at a 225 price and a total listed at nine. I'm rooting for runs in that game, and I know you guys are probably as well. If you have any action in the afternoon today, Colorado, Milwaukee, Texas, Oakland, let me know about it. Or also, if you have your eye on the prize a little bit later tonight, because there are some really good pitchers to take advantage of. And by the way, we do have another run across the board in that game today with the Marlins and the Reds. That game not t- excuse me, now tied up at one to one. Steer with a blast here. Now hitting two sixty nine on the season, a solo shot, four hundred and two feet. So we have one run apiece on the board, Reds and Marlins. If anything changes there, we'll certainly keep it intact. But I do have my numbers for the major league pitchers today up. 21 pitchers I'm looking at on the card today that qualify for at least a decent amount, right? The bench lines that I use. I should have said the benchmarks. Minimum innings pitched 20 innings over the past six weeks. So we date back to late June, right through August 9th today, taking a look at some of those XFIP numbers to line up. And we got to see three guys that are above a 5XFIP number, 511, 518, and 588. Those three pitchers on the card, Jordan Lyles of the Kansas City Royals, Luis Severino of the New York Yankees, and Christian Javier of the Houston Astros. So if we're taking a look at the games on the card today, and you say, well, whew, that's interesting. Who does Houston play today? Can we get down with some of those batters? Yeah, they play Baltimore. A lot of good batters you can probably get down with there. We're going to handicap that game coming up. Luis Severino of the New York Yankees will be on the bump today. Who do they take on? The Chicago White Sox. That's a little bit of a bummer, but I'm telling you right now, you probably still should be invested on somebody of the White Sox. Jordan Lyles, the Kansas City Royals. Yeah, the guy with the 5'11 XFIP number over the past third, excuse me, about six weeks or so. Kansas City today going up against Boston, and we know how they like to eat. So there you go. By the way, what is the weather conditions? Ten and a half is the total in Boston tonight. Weather conditions, 80 degrees, clear, wind blowing out to right field. Yeah, we're going to be invested. There's a lot of good action to take today. There really is. Now, I wanted to make sure I got in here early on that play on Flexen. But as I said again, Flexen technically doesn't meet the criteria for us today to try to get down because he doesn't have 20 innings. But it just felt while we're on the air, it makes some sense. And while we are on the air, the Reds now with a 3-1 to one lead here over the Marlins. As Johnny Cueto is starting to give into the offense at Great American Ballpark as we just got an Encarnacion strand home run. Two-run shot. Long way to go in hour number two. Keep the dial right here. Sirius XM Channel 159. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. 
Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Here we go into our number two action across the card, which includes Miami and Cincinnati three to one right now. The Reds have the lead in the bottom of the fourth inning and just underway Colorado and Milwaukee were invested in that game. And we will certainly watch that one play out here. So let's take a little bit of a survey today. Hey, yo, it's that time in the show when we like to take a little survey. Yeah, we're going to take a little bit of a survey on which Major League Baseball pitcher we would like to fade today. As I told you previously there, Christian Javier, Luis Severino, and Jordan Lyles. And by the way, I know I did promise this. Same game parlay action today. It is going to come from the Atlanta Braves for me. I got a plus 185 here that we're going for today. Yesterday, I actually went sensible with under a plus 120 price. and ended up getting smoked in that game. Nobody got a base hit for the Marlins. But today, back to the basics, as I coined it here, from the earlier. Uh, show the early line, and that is Ozzy Albies to score a run for the Atlanta Braves and Olsen to record two plus bases, which means if he gets a double, he gets two singles, a home run, a triple, that cashes. That's a plus 185. And by the way, Moose brought up a pretty good point when he was calling in earlier. Get to the because uh, I have an Android phone, I've always used Samsung. Wife uses uh, Apple, I just I can't even. There's Apple, there's Samsung. Some just don't mesh with each other. I like the better technology that Samsung has, the bigger screens, the better quality. I like that. But some people just love Apple. It's like, hey, I like Mercedes-Benz. I like BMW. I like Honda. Just what you like out here in the marketplace. But now with the Sports Grid app, if you guys haven't downloaded that, get over and download that. All the highlights, like you could pick my name on there. Push it. Donnie Wrightside, bang. Every single thing I'm saying here on the Sports Grid Network will appear there. Cut videos, hot takes, picks, plays, everything is on there. Get the Sports Grid app, go and download that immediately, and keep up to date on any one of your favorite Sports Grid hosts or anything that's going on in the Sports Grid Network. It's fantastic. You want to listen to the shows, you can do it there. You want They have it podcasted down, you got it there. You want to watch a live video, it's all right there on the Sports Grid app. So make sure you are doing that here. But let's go over some of the fadable pitchers again. Javier Severino and Lyles, some of the better pitchers on the card today. Seems like they separate themselves. Kevin Gaussman and Nick Pavetta. Yeah, Nick Pavetta, actually, yes. Gaussman's got a 270x fit over the past six weeks. Fantastic. Nick Pavetta, 271. Fantastic. Now, I'm showing here, is that correct? Let's, let me check on the late games tonight. Dodgers, Angels. So the Angels do have Shohei Otani listed as being the starter tonight. Even though his ERA, not bad, 379. He's got a better x fit at 3.54. So those are the pitchers we're really not fading here right at this point. 
You really want to fade the pitchers with the higher ex-FIPs. Forget about RB, excuse me, RBIs, ERA. Bobby Miller of the Dodgers has a 440 ERA, but he only has a 375 XFIP number. Kyle Hendricks of the Cubs, 5.01 ERA, but he's got a 4.01 XFIP number. Mackenzie Gore, 5.17, starts to creep a little bit higher. He's at a 4.41 XFIP. But the three guys we're really focused on today, Lyles, Severino, and Javier, and what makes sense there. But let's take a look at some of these games that are coming up in the afternoon. I just told you, we handicapped Miami and Cincinnati technically because the game already started or was supposed to start before we got on the air. Colorado, Milwaukee, Texas, and Oakland. I mean, that one's... It's kind of interesting here because I would have loved to have seen Seager in that lineup. But if we're looking to do damage, Pruitt's not a great pitcher. He's going to be the opener. Then our guy coming in behind him, just just double check. What's his name? Freddie, that's right. See, I don't even know his name. Freddie Tarnock in the game today. And you're looking at Simeon with a high ISO power number. Low with a high, uh, yes, low with a high ISO power number. Garcia, Huff, Grossman, Smith. They should light it up today. But again, it doesn't really fit the profile because we don't have enough innings on either one of those pitchers. But my goodness, if you want to dip your toes in the water on the Texas batters, by all means, go ahead and get after that. In the city of brotherly love tonight, Mackenzie Gore, the lefty, will be out on the mound here to face the Philadelphia Phillies. And over the past 30 days, he actually has some decent numbers. 171 ISO. 310 weighted on base percentages here, but there are a couple guys in that lineup that are really doing damage against left-handed pitching. Alec Bohm, a 508 weighted on base percentage. Bryce Harper, who's actually a lefty, a 590 weighted on base percentage here. JT Real Muto, 355, and Trey Turner turning the corner here on lefty pitchers at a 460 weighted on base percentage. Now, this lineup is not official yet. I'm not seeing Bryson Stott in the lineup today, so maybe he getting the day off. But going up against Mackenzie Gore, we'll see if some of those batters can do some damage. Michael Lorenzen will be on the mound for the Philadelphia Phillies. Technically, a road game, if you will, for him, even though he's home. Ballpark isn't the Philadelphia Phillies. It's coming from the the, uh, Detroit Tigers. But he pitched fantastically against the Marlins in his first outing with the Philadelphia Phillies. We'll see how that checks in. So not really looking to fade. C.J. Abrams, like him a lot. Lane Thomas, like him a lot. Joy Manessis, like him a lot. Dom Smith does have a high weighted on base percentage against right-handed pitching over the past month or so, but not really where I'm looking to go in that game here. Atlanta and Pittsburgh, that's a game where I'm looking to go. Why? Because it's straight fadeable Quinn Priester here. I mean, my goodness. By the way, so we'll get some of those numbers here. Like, where does Quinn Priester come in? I guess he doesn't have... Let me just see his game logs here. He should have enough innings here, and I don't know why he's not showing up on my list. Let me see if I could do a quick refresh here on this. Because I do have him in my same game parlay tonight, but he's not coming up here as an eligible pitcher, and I'm not too sure why. Like, he's got one, two, three, four, four starts. 73 pitches, 84 pitches. Like, he should have a minimum of 20 innings, no? I guess he's just short of that threshold. Let me change this down to 10. Let's see 10 over the past days here. Let's see. So we'll line up XFIP numbers. Boy, there's a lot of bad ones when you get down to 10. But that doesn't really give you that whole scripting that you're looking for. And by the way, if we do, the worst pitcher on the card is Freddie Tarnock. Now, he's at 10.2 innings, which isn't a lot. And his XFIP is 7. So take that with a grain of salt. But as I told you, if you want to dip your toes in the water with the Texas Rangers, go ahead. Go ahead and belly flop into that one. Priester, here, here we go. 
He's got 19 and two-thirds innings. We might have to change this up here. Because I know I like to use 20 innings, guys, as my benchmark. He's got 19-2 at a 5-2-6. So we'll be involved tonight then. I'm going to give him another third of an inning to get him 20 innings pitched. And that's why I thought it was interesting. Because I see the four starts up here. 73 pitches, 89, 85, and 88. That should be enough for 20. It's actually just short of 20 innings here. So we'll be fading him on RBI props, as I told you guys. Ozzy Albies to score a run and Olsen to record two or more bases at a plus 185. If we're lining up Priester here, going up against the Atlanta Braves, it doesn't look good. Look at the first four batters in the lineup. Acuna, 458, if he does start today. I know he got hit with a pitch yesterday, weighted on base percentage. Albies, 367. Riley, 487. Olsen, 484. Bottom two guys in the lineup here against right-handed pitching last 30 days for the Braves. Orlando Arcia, 426 weighted on base percentage. Michael Harris, the second, 436. Where does it end for the Braves? It never ends. Everybody's good. Everybody. So there you go. We're going to add a third of an inning to Quinn Priester so we can get involved and knock him out tonight. He's going to get hurt. 78 degrees, first pitch, wind blowing out the left. Come on now, Braves! Yeah, we're going to be in on the Braves tonight, no doubt about it. So we might be doubling down with the Braves today as we, quote-unquote, get back to the basics with our same-game parlay there. That should be a lot of fun to look at. So that's what we were talking about is, hey, man, why isn't he on that list? He was a third of an inning short of 20 innings over the past six weeks. We'll give him that extra little push right there, no doubt about it. Talking about Houston today on the card, right? Big game in Baltimore. Boy, Baltimore let one go last night. They had them dead to rights, 6-2 to two, the Astros in that game, and let that game slip away. Ended up losing 7-6. to six. A devastating loss for the Baltimore Orioles, as that was a game they should have had. Grayson Rodriguez was really good on the mound. Framber Valdez was getting lit up. You're supposed to win that game, and they weren't able to do that. And that certainly would, is devastating. Let's see if they bounce back today. Javier's on the mound today. Not a great pitcher overall, to be honest, people. Not a great pitcher here. But there's a long way to go in the show. And we're going to be cheering on some runs here by the Brew Crew. We'll see if they get those runs. And also, much more Major League Baseball and a lot of hot topics. Don't move the dial anywhere. This is Sports Grid Network. It's Moneyline. It's Donnie Wright's side. Be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. 
Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Network. Let's get after it here. Cut the music! Time to party. And why? Tomorrow. We got two football games on here in the preseason. Then we got even more on Friday night and even more on Saturday and some on Sunday, people. And by the way, it's the first year. I'm actually digging preseason a little bit. A little bit of action this weekend on a couple games I like, which includes fading my Philadelphia Eagles against the preseason champions. Back to back to back to back to back to back to back. That's the Baltimore Ravens here. Yeah, and also, I do like an over. Cleveland this weekend. Keep an eye on the Brownies and that game going over because they are taking on the Washington Commanders. And I do believe both of those sides want to get off to a good start in the season, which includes the preseason, and also means, guess what? Deshaun Watson said he's actually going to start that football game. (laughs) Yeah, you heard that right. We're going to get some real quarterbacks to play in some of these games. That is absolutely fantastic. Now, as I was taking a look here quickly at the Baltimore Orioles and the Houston Astros today, we're going to get after in that game. Left-handed batters. That's where we're going. Javier, one of the worst pitchers on the card today, ex-FIP-wise, with a minimum of 20 innings pitched. If we're looking at the left-hand side, I'm going to tell you right now, we are going to be involved with Gunnar Henderson, and we will be involved with Adam Frazier today in that game a little bit later. So file that one away. But going over some of the hot topics that we were hitting early on in hour number one, Eric Bianami being too intense right now for the Washington Commanders. Now, I hear both sides of this argument, and I brought this up this morning on the early line. Sometimes you have to take this with a grain of salt. Why? Do you remember when the New York Giants couldn't get along with Tom Coughlin? Hey, Tom, come on, man. I want to wear a hat every once in a while around the facility. Like, if I want to sit back in my chair, that's okay. If I can cross my leg because I'm a little bit tired in my chair, that's fine. Because I'm calling for no hats, both feet on the ground, show up to the meeting on time, which on time at 15 minutes early. I mean, come on now. So they came to a reasoning. They actually won two Super Bowls under Tom Coughlin. Also, I brought up the Baltimore Ravens under John Harbaugh. They almost had a mutiny in practice where how they were handling their practices. They worked it out, and they were able to win a Super Bowl. So it's happened before, and I'm not saying the Washington Commanders are headed for a Super Bowl anytime soon, but it's no surprise here. Like, if you needed an organization, forget about what you think of Eric Bannemi as a coach here, right? Just take that out of the equation completely. If a coach comes in and is trying to light a fire under his team, and you go, hey, coach, man, settle down. Yeah, you might say that if it was Tom Brady's Patriots. You might say that a couple years ago if it was Aaron Rodgers' Packers. You might say that if it was the Seattle Seahawks with Russell Wilson. Hey, man. Kansas City, again, with Patrick Mahomes. Hey, man, we don't like all this pushing around. We are, we've won championships. We know how to get it done, coach. Just settle down a little bit. But if there's any team here specifically in the NFC East that needs a fire lit under them, it probably would be the Washington Commanders, which includes their head coach. Probably needs a fire under him as well. So Eric Bieniemy being a little bit too intense at this point is kind of interesting. Now, granted, they are professionals. They're not college players. I understand you want to get your point across, but there is a way to do that here. 
but it is very interesting to see before a preseason game is even played that some of the players are getting their feathers ruffled. And also keep in mind, these aren't seventh-round draft picks that are voicing their opinions. They're probably vested veterans there and very important to that team that are trying to get their point across. And, hey, look, we're going to work hard, but I don't need you in my face here, okay, coach? But we'll see how that works out. And get Ron Rivera net yesterday. Didn't do any favors to Eric Bieniemy by who knows what he was trying to, the point he was trying to get across in that postgame press conference. Because to be honest, today he did it. It said a mea culpa. Like, oh, you know, maybe stop it, Ron. Ron's time's running out in the NFL. He'll be a coach for one more year, if that. And what I mean if that is, if the season goes off the rails for the commanders, He'll be out of there sooner than later, no doubt about that. By the way, also tomorrow, you do have the St. Jude FedEx, or the, excuse me, the FedEx Championship, which is the St. Jude Classic. $20 million purse, top 70 golfers here, move on sort of that playoff here with a lot of money up for grabs at the end of this. But that should be a fun one to try to wager and maybe see if you can get in and out. All the superstars are there. There's no fillers. There's no puff. This is the top 70 golfers in the point standings getting after it there. That should be one to watch and one to see if we can look out for. By the way, also in Major League Baseball, how about this? Like Shane McClanahan looks like he's done for the season for the Tampa Bay Rays. Absolutely devastating to their chances once they get to the playoffs. And yes, they're going to get there. They have a seven-game lead in the wild-card spot. They're not going to lose that. They're still playing good baseball, even though they're down their best pitcher. But their chances to win a World Series do drop a little bit for me with McClanahan being out. The reason why I would have liked Tampa Bay to win a World Series was their starting pitching staff if they were healthy entering into the playoffs. Turns out they're not going to be. And again, as I always bring up this point, it's not mad. It's not like, okay, once we get an injury to McClellan, turn the injuries off and we'll go from there. You might get another injury, and that would be absolutely a knockout blow for Tampa's World Series chances. But that's terrible. You lose your ace, that's going to hurt on the back end, no doubt about it there. Talking about guys getting hurt or maybe escaping being hurt, Ronald Acuna got hit with a fastball on the elbow last night, left the game. But thankfully for the Braves fans and their backers, Everything came back negative, and we'll see if he's back in the starting lineup. Some of the options, or should I say outlets that I look at, they are saying that he should possibly, or she should be in the starting lineup once again today. But we won't know that official until that lineup actually does come out here. So a lot of good stuff going on in Major League Baseball and getting an update here. I don't see any score yet on the board for my Milwaukee Brewers. Now, I do see, though, let's see here. Okay. Uh, and, of course, it's the way it always goes, right? Top of the second inning, Sal Frelick. What does he do? Leads off with a double. It's a shame nobody was on base because they went 1-2-3 in the first inning. Willie Adamas walked. So now we have second and third right now. Nobody out, bottom of the second inning. Monasterio is up. So I know beggars can't be choosers. But if you want to bunt him them across, Monasterio, go ahead and do that. If you want to pull the ball to first base and get runners on second and third with one out, nobody's going to fault you for doing that. But on deck is Bryce Terang. So we're sitting in a pretty good spot right now. It's now a 2-2 count that's listed here. And again, I'm not watching that live because it would distract me way too much while doing a solo show here. So all we're hoping for in that instance is to get second and third with one out would be fantastic if that is even possible here. But at least it looks like there's going to be a runner in scoring position 
once our next guy, Bryce Terang, does come up. Reds and the Marlins, top of the sixth inning. That game sitting at a 3-1 to one price right now. Also, we'll watch a game. If anything happens in this Brewers game, I'll certainly keep you updated. If we cash your ticket, yeah, we'll do that. We'll blow the air horns out here and have some fun. Now, it looks like it was a strikeout. So now we have runners on first and second and with one out. So still a runner in scoring position, which I guess you'll take. But, boy, it would have been nice to get one of those productive outs to move a runner to third base with less than one out where all you would have to do is put the ball in play. But let's see what happens here. In the NFL, I'll tell you an interesting development which is happening right now. This is down in New Orleans. Yesterday, I believe even on the show, you know, we were getting the reports out that, hey, by the way, Hunt is in town for New Orleans. Kareem Hunt, former running back there of the Kansas City Chiefs and the Cleveland Browns. Looks like it's not formal, but looks like it's just he's just about signed, sealed, and delivered going to New Orleans. So I thought for myself, boy, that makes a lot of sense. It does. You have Alvin Kamara that's going to miss the first three games of the season. You get a veteran running back in there, probably at a cheap cost, and away you go. It's a good move for the Saints. But then late in the day, we're like, now hold on. Jonathan Taylor of the Indianapolis Colts, who showed up to camp, and Shane Steichen, the new coach of the Indianapolis Colts, after practice, gets to the mic and they go, hey man, but Jonathan Taylor's here, where is he at? And of course, like coaches do, and rightfully so, they just lie about everything. Hey, you know what? He stayed inside today. He didn't rehab on that ankle. Eh, no big deal. Don't you worry about it. Word breaks like an hour later that he actually left camp and is no longer in town. So of course they played off this way. Well, He's rehabbing his ankle, so it's really not a big deal that he left. No, he's unhappy. He really is. And the reason we're bringing this up is here, if you have that unexcused absence here, or who knows if they excused it, now they pick up the phone and call down to New Orleans and say, hey, you know what, Kareem, don't sign. I'll give you more money. We'll pay you out a little bit more. You come up here. So now for the first time in a while, it feels like, we actually have a little bit of a bidding war on some services for a running back here. And that is Kareem Hunt, who I do think would fit in on both of those teams. If Jonathan Taylor is injured, you got to get somebody in there if you think you're going to run an offense or any semblance of an offense with whoever you start, Anthony Richardson, the young rookie, or if you go Gardner Minshew. You need a valid ground attack to get after it. I think will help there, but also I think he's probably weighing the possibility of, do I go to New Orleans, which I'll probably make the playoffs, or do I just go to the Indianapolis Colts and run my head like into a brick wall for 17 games and we don't do anything and I don't even know if I would get signed back? So I guess those are sort of the options that were weighing at that point there. But it is interesting that we're not going to have an end to this Taylor saga because if anybody knows Robert Ursay or Jim Ursay, he came out and said, hey, you know what? Running backs, you're lucky basically to have a job at this point and good luck on that. Now it looks like, let me see here. That's it. Here's where I'm going to get upset, and rightfully so. Sometimes all you can ask for is a runner in scoring position, right? Now, granted, I'm not watching the game right now, and I'm talking about Colorado and Milwaukee. Here's the problem. I just saw my latest update here. Bryce Terang, single to center field. Willie Adamas to second. Sal Frelick to third. Now, granted... Big old Sal's in the cleanup spot, not because he's really fleet of foot. But those are the ones that really hurt. They do. Because if you tell me before the game, your guy's going to get a base knock with a runner in scoring position, that's a run scored. So I feel a little bit cheated now. We 
at plus 175 there on Bryce trying to get an RBI. Man was on second base. He got a base knock. So, but get this. I got a double and a single in the same inning from my two guys. And I don't have an RBI to show for it. That ain't right, man. That ain't right. But don't you worry. It's one way to go in that game. We're going to be cashing tickets even if we should already have one in the door. I'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Rocking and rolling here in our number two. Solo Mission Donnie Right Side Radio Moneyline. Phone line still open here. 844-843-6879. If you want to get through on hashtag SG Moneyline, you can do that as well right here on Twitter. Now, as I uh, say, gambling gods... Give me a little bit of an update here on what's going on. If you thought you were going to cash an RBI prop with a runner in scoring position and a base hit, (laughs) yeah, that's what happened to me there. Base knock with a runner in scoring position. I don't get an RBI prop that should have cashed in at a plus 175 price, but away we go into the afternoon. And, hey, I guess they held him at third base. Congratulations, because Tyrone Taylor and Blake Perkins popped out behind Bryce Terang's base knock here with a runner in scoring position. So no runs have come across the plate here. We'll see if we can hope for a little bit better. Granted, long way to go. I do feel supremely confident that we'll cash at least one of those RBI props, even though... We probably should have one already in the door. Now, here's an interesting tweet that Adam Schefter sent out right around the top of the hour today. It's dealing with the Cincinnati Bengals. Does anybody have any issues so far with the Bengals? Now, number one, they haven't paid Joe Burrow yet, which is interesting that the templates are out there for how much money he's supposed to get or what we think he's supposed to get. Should have been already done and taken care of, but might be complicating things a little bit, which I don't know why they would. A calf strain here for Joe Burrow. Now, Adam Schefter tweeted out here, and it says, Bengals head coach Zach Taylor to reporters today on the status of Joe Burrow's strained calf injury. Quote, the timeline is several weeks from when I said several weeks, which is interesting here because it's not saying that, yeah, we misdiagnosed or he's not coming back, but this is where... 
the NFL players and coaches, they don't have to be with you with saying, hey, you know what, we owe everything for you, and you should give us all the information we need up to date now. They're going to play it safe, and there's no reason not to. But is this one of those injuries that we look at that might linger? Because as most people say to themselves, hey, man, it's not a knee, so it's really not that big of a deal. That's not the way soft tissue injuries work. If anybody's ever had a stroke, because I don't think I've ever had a strained calf per se, right? I've had bad hands. I've pulled hamstrings, ripped hamstrings, strained hamstrings, strained Achilles, never torn by Achilles, never had a, a, a severe knee injury at all. Matter of fact, I don't think I've ever even sprained my knee, quite frankly. Had some rib you know, contusions before in the past playing football, but outside of that, no. But you're looking for a player that, again, Joe Burrow isn't mobile, per se, as Lamar Jackson is. But a lot of these young quarterbacks have the ability to extend plays in the pocket, and that takes a lot of athletic ability, which Joe Burrow does have. If that calf strain comes into play here, because let's take a look here. Let me just bring up the Cleveland, excuse me, the Cincinnati Bengals schedule. Because I'm a big fan of the Bengals. I think they could do big things. Now, granted, I don't think they win the division because I am all ravened up here. I think the Ravens have the legitimate chance to take care of business. Game number one, September 10th at the Cleveland Browns. That game's going to be rocking at 1 p.m. They're going to be on the road. Is Joe Burrow going to be there for that game? We anticipate him, right? But also at the same time, what Joe Barrow are we actually getting here? Is he's, I mean, how much time is he going to get practice time here? And might, some might say, like, oh, come on, man, he doesn't need practice. Like, yes, he does. He's still a young quarterback here. And by the way, are we ever going to get through a clean offseason for Joe Burrow? Whether it is a knee injury he's rehabbing or an appendectomy, and now he's having issues with his calf. Is that a problem? Because you know what? Game number two. For the Cincinnati Bengals, at home, it's against those Baltimore Ravens. So maybe we're taking a look here, or I don't know, maybe you are. Is anybody worried about Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals here moving forward with that calf injury? Could be one of those lingering things. We don't. We hope it's not, right? Great football team, great player, impressive group of wide receivers. And also, getting back to Joe Burrow not getting signed yet, which I do think is quite interesting. But also, T. Higgins, who has done everything the right way there, including filling in admirably for Jamar Chase when he goes down and being a true number one wide receiver. He's up for a contract, and he hasn't gotten it yet. So there's a lot of money left here. Are they still looking for money for the couch cushions there in Cincinnati? Is that what's taking place at this point? Other NFL news, which I do get a kick out of this as well, to be honest. Ari Mirov sent this tweet out. This was yesterday evening. It says, hashtag Vikings owner, Mark Wilf, asked about Kirk Cousins' future. Now, he didn't ask. He got asked, right? Said he'll leave that decision to GM, Quasi Adolfo Mensa and head coach Kevin O'Connell. Wilf said his focus is solely on 2023 right now. Because Kirk Cousins is heading into the final year of his contract. But isn't it refreshing? We had this as a 7-7 seven and seven topic this morning on the early line. Where an owner actually gets asked about a player on his team and refers it over to, yeah, that's what my GM is for, my head coach is for, not me. Oh, it's nice to see that every once in a while. Because sometimes I do believe the owners believe that just because they own the team and guys like Jim Ursay, who they fell into the ownership group, 
because their father gave it to them, feel the need to be like, yeah, we we'll draft a quarterback number one, and he's going to play right away. Forget about what your GM and your coach said. I'm the owner. What I say goes. And he's right in that term, right? He can do whatever he wants with his football team. But sometimes I look at that and some people are like, oh, look at that. They don't really trust Kirk Cousins at this point now in Minnesota. No, that's not what that means. That just means that a team is being smart in an ownership group that's saying, hey, you know what? I hired smart football guys here to make these decisions. I'm not worried about it right now. And why should you be? I'll let my football guys handle this. We're focused on this year and see what we can do. All right. Bottom of the third inning here, flipping the lineup. Christian Yelich is at the plate now. Still 0-0 in that game. Nobody scored through the first two and a half innings. But we do have movement here in Cincinnati. The Reds now 4-1, to one, currently on the Miami Marlins. Two runners on here with one out. So maybe the Reds looking to do some more damage here. Uh, Cueto, I believe, is out of the game. Lopez now is pitching in this game. So a little devastation there for those Marlins who, again, it was nice to get a victory yesterday, but maybe you want to put two wins together in a row. It doesn't look like that's happening right now at this point. 337 is the next Major League Baseball game that's going to come across. That's the Texas Rangers, and that's the Oakland Athletics. And quite frankly, again, as I said multiple times on this show, the Texas Rangers should be able to hit, no doubt about it. They really should. Let me talk about this quick note as well. College football. And here's a quote from ESPN here. Washington State's president preparing for realignment. And he said, it's, you know, the moves are now coming from a bad spot for him because they're left. Like Washington State and Oregon State aren't exactly Stanford that goes, yeah, we have a $60 billion endowment. We'll be okay, but we do expect to play Power 5 football here coming up. But when your team's like Washington State and Oregon State, quite frankly, you were lucky to be in the Pac-12. Let's be honest. You weren't the driving force behind the Pac-12. You were just to fill out the Pac-12 and along there for the ride. And there's a reason why the Pac-12 is now the Pac-4. Stanford didn't get, didn't get asked because, I don't know, people are like, hey, man, come on. What kind of football powerhouse do they provide? Not a huge one. What type of basketball program do they have? Not a great one. Same thing with Cal, which they're two way better profile programs, to be honest, than Washington State and Oregon State. But where do you go? Like, honestly, where do you go if you're Oregon State? Because I know San Diego State picked up the phone and said, hey, pack four right now. Come on board with us. We'll take the best of the Mountain West, the best of the American, and the best of what's left out here in your conference, and we'll make a Power Five conference. That's not the way it works. And most of the you know presidents saw directly right through that. They really did, and rightfully so. What kind of network were they going to actually provide? Not a good one, and certainly not a good football conference overall. But where do you go? Like, if you're Oregon State, you go to the Mountain West? Boy, that's got to hurt. Boy, that hurts the bottom line, doesn't it? Now, I know the reason why the Pac-12 broke up is because they couldn't find anybody who actually wanted the rights at a decent price. But what are those rights fees going to be now for Oregon State? When they say, you know what? Not so bad if we join the the Mountain West, Oregon State? Boy, that's a step down. It really is. Like Washington State, out there on the Palouse. They're in no man's land, basically. Where are they going? They downgrading here? They're going to start playing the Montana Grizzlies in FCS at this point? 
Like, who's going up to Pullman and be like, hey, you know what? Washington State would be a great team to add in here. Apparently nobody. Like, I'm sure the Big 12 could have picked up the phone and said, hey, guys, man, I think we could do something pretty special here. Why don't you come along with us? And that's not happening at all, which is kind of wild when you think about it. Like, if you're riding along, like, all your budgets and down the road and the amount of money that you put in there for, let's just say, your, uh, I don't know, stadium rights and, you know, what you expected. And you can go out to your boosters and say, hey, man, you want us to compete in the Pac-12? Better give us a couple extra hundred grand here. We need better coaches, better facilities. And all this adds up with recruiting. And they can buy into them. They can, you know what? Love my institution. You know, let's compete out here. Let's do it. But that doesn't look like that's going to be in place. And where do they go from here? Where do those schools go from here in the Pac-4? And the ACC? Stop. There's a reason why Stanford and Cal haven't already been accepted into the ACC. I know you're doing your due diligence if you're the ACC picking up the phone and making phone calls. But that doesn't sound like something that's going to be very uh, fruitful for anybody. Because football will always win out. And their head coach said the right thing. Said, look, we expect to play Power 5 football. And let's just say it's in the ACC. Football, we travel once a week. We'll leave a little bit earlier. It's no big deal. And also, other teams got to come play us out here on the West Coast. So don't worry about that. But for the other teams, the basketball team, the baseball team, soccer team, track, gymnastics, whatever it might be, you're saying to yourself, like, okay, we're going to have a swim meet where? In Tallahassee? And then again in Miami? And then again in Virginia? Come on, now, that can't work here. And I don't know why some of these teams aren't just agreeing to save themselves. Like, you know what? We'll just move the football team and nobody else. Let's just do that. We'll leave basketball alone. We'll leave everything else alone. Just take the football team along with it. But we know that's not the way it works, even though football does rule the world. There's still going to be more fallout. Because, by the way, this isn't something that we talk about and say to ourselves that, oh, yeah, you got six years to get ready for it. We're talking 2024, they're gone. Which means the Pac-12 has one more year to play and then disbands. Poof, goodbye. It's pretty incredible that it's come down to that. But that's the way it is right now. By the way, other news that hit the wire today. Henry Ruggs, star wide receiver out of Alabama, first-round draft pick for the Vegas Raiders. He was sentenced today. Three to ten years in the fatal DUI crash. Now, look, I'm not in the room. I'm not presenting evidence here. I'm not on the jury. I don't know how it went down. But three to ten years, that seems a little bit light there for the damage done on the opposite side. Maybe he can rebuild. I don't even want to say rebuild his career. Just rebuild his life here at this point. Gets the help he needs. Realize he made a mistake and pays his dues. But three to ten years is an interesting sentence here. I don't know who came up with that or what it is. I wasn't in there. But it does, to me, seem a little bit light. But... Here's what it is. One more segment to go before we send you out of here in the rest of your Sports Grid Day, which includes Coast to Coast coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Let's recap. Let's get these picks right, and let's have some fun. Donnie Wright side here on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Major League Baseball on the mind today. Two games currently underway here. The Cincinnati Reds 4-1 to lead in the top of the seventh inning with two outs and nobody on over the Miami Marlins. Colorado Rockies and the Milwaukee Brewers here top of the fourth inning. Nobody has scored in that game just yet. Brewers here with a couple runners on through the first few innings haven't been able to cash in yet. We're still waiting on some RBI props in that game. We'll see if it happens. But the Major League Baseball card does continue with the Rangers and the Athletics 3.38 p.m. Eastern as first pitch there 12. 38 out there on the West Coast. And the night games start in Philadelphia with the Nationals and the Phillies at 640. Tigers-Twins, that game also at 640, along with the Cardinals and the Rays. Same game parlay for me today. If you haven't been keeping up, I'll rip that one off for you guys right here. Back to the basics, as I called it today, on the early line. Ozzie Albies to score a run for the Braves. Olsen to record two or more bases. That parlayed together is a plus one. 85 price. We'll be in play tonight. There's a lot of really good opportunities for RBI today. So go ahead and give me a follow at RightSideVP. Once that card is finalized, I will send it out. And it looks like the Rockies have finally scored a run here. They take a one to nothing lead over the Milwaukee Brewers as we're waiting on a couple RBI props in that game as we go. JP, let the people know where we're going today with your action in Major League Baseball. Yeah, I'm going with the uh, Cubs-Mets game over that total. There you go. Cubs, Mets over, and I do agree with that pick as well. By the way, Dove Kleiman, one of my favorite follows here on Twitter in the NFL, said new Eagles running back Miles Jack, a former second-round pick by the Jaguars, admitted that he was considering becoming an electrician or a plumber before Philly called him up this week. Quote, time waits for nobody, end quote, Miles Jack said. He also said, quote, I like to work. I couldn't sit at home. I've been blessed to make a lot of money. I could retire and sit at the house. I want to be innovative. And he says also, how about this? If a zombie apocalypse came, I want to be able to build something. There you go, man. All the money in the world still in the work? Say it ain't so. Let's go, Miles Jack. That'll do it for today's show. Another glorious Wednesday. But tomorrow, guys, I'll be back right here for another solo mission. And we'll be previewing National Football League preseason games. For JP Behind the Wheels of Steel, I'm Donnie Wrightside. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be right back here tomorrow. See ya. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... 
No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.